Hi there. You're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our platforms. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio, and that young man is... Jim Johnson in Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> Jim, um, we, uh, we're, 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 we're breaking in our new, uh, our, our, our new background, our new backdrop. Like this it. is the banner... This is a banner that's going to be with us on, on the Great Festival Chase, so we figured we'd throw that back here so you don't see all the cats and dogs walking behind me. I, I'm breaking in mind. My wife had me hang a mirror, so I have my new backdrop behind me as well. Good. I can see your cabinets from here. <laughs> yes. Full of Glen Karen glasses that might not get used. <laughs> hey. Uh, well, t tonight we have uh, the, dis the distinction of tasting and Analyzing Don Rhino, uh, also known as Rhino Tequila. I, I think they're going by Don Rhino, but you know, take a look at this. This is these folks. These guys are, are I believe, it's a series of three uh, gentlemen who are uh, involved in this tequila. This is a, an organic blanco. In fact, the whole line is is organic, uh, Jim, and it. I got to go on record, man. I, I, I really do love the, the packaging. This is not the original packaging. This is their new branding packaging. That's, yeah. That's I, cool. uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, don't, when I first pulled it out of the box and it had the bubble wrap on it, I said, you know, it's kind of akin to a Patron bottle. It's definitely not. It's, it's built like this to be, and it's an oven. Right. This is uh, what they're doing is they're paying uh, like an, an homage to their process. Uh, just to be, I like uh, it. Just, just, well, I do too. Uh, so right off the bat, I, I'm going to go brand a promise nominee in, in the packaging category because I really like that, that packaging. It's very clever. Uh, you can see they, their logo is the Rhino. Uh, the, the gentleman that, that, uh, that spearheads this, this group, uh, his name is... Um, uh, Ryan Ryan Barry, I believe, and uh, it is imported uh, in, in Lufkin, Texas. I believe they were based in Austin, and this is from Nome 1480, which is Las Americas. And I was uh, I was telling uh, Jim off camera that we've tasted several tequilas from that distillery. Uh, we've had four copas, we've had uh, all four varietals there. We've had um, uh, uh, one with Life, which is out of that distillery also. I have another one that's waiting in the wings called One More Time, which is now organic. It comes out of there as well. Uh, and now Don Rhino. So um, we're going to start off with the Blanco and see what we, what, we, what we pull out of it. I'm using my Stasso Jarrito. And, Jimmy, this is your first that's time. Using these. Yeah, cool. Good deal. I, I'm really anxious to. I don't know. Have you tried it? Have you tried using it before uh, off camera or before tonight? No. Nope. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go fresh for this one. Hey, we're gonna break the seal on these. Okay, why not? There we go. As you can tell, you don't need a whole lot of of a sample to get anything out of out of the the, uh, the jarrito. Well, I tell you what, the glass works because I can smell that just away from it better than I have anything we've tasted yet so far. So it's already hitting. That's pretty good. I told you, I told you these things were really cool. I was like, what, what is that? 
What, what's that smell? Yeah, really. <laughs> well, you I'm know, I'm drawn it's, to the smell when I can actually smell it. It's well, yeah, you know, the the thing is, the, the, that's why you don't need a whole lot of a sample to, and it's almost immediate. So it's funny how it how it uh, how it just the aroma and the flavor just kind of just gets to you right away. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I love that. That's really sweet and clean. Now, uh, the we were nice enough to get uh, to get some POS material. It's everything you need to know about this tequila is right here on one sheet. Okay, it is an organic blanco. It is clear. It's eighty proof, um, and on the bottom, their whole process is is is, uh, is described on the bottom of the sheet. Uh, crushing roller mill, open air fermentation. Uh, they are cooked in stone brick ovens, so it's mamposteria. So they're using the the old fashioned, uh, which is which explains the oven look. I mean, you can see the right. bricks in the in the wall and and all that. Um, the uh, they uh, uh, stainless steel distillation, uh, double distillation in steel stainless steel tanks with copper coil, and uh, and we'll get to the aged versions here when we uh, do the repo on Yeho and, and, and extra. What do you think so far, Jim? What do you, what do you, I smell a lot of citrus too. I get a lot of like a, like a lime zap. It's a sweet citrus. Yeah, a sweet citrus and a little bit of, um, it's really clean though. It's a real fresh, clean aroma in it. And, and a, a question, Mike, for organic tequila, obviously the cultivation of the agave has got to be organic. Right. So it's got to be a newer trend for the amount of time it takes to raise an agave plant that, that more and more are coming up with with organic because that's an arduous process even if you're doing it like corn. I mean, to get it organic takes a long time before the soil's classified that way. So is this more of a trend coming out in the last 10 years as opposed to – because I I've, this is the first one I've, I've had the pleasure of, of tasting. So uh, It is. Uh, I would say it's a good trend for about uh, 10 to 12 years. Um, okay. the, the the first the, the actually the first uh, the first couple of tequilas that came out officially as organic were Casanoble. They received their organic certification from BioAgriCert, which is which is the same certification uh, agency, the same certifying agency as as uh, everything that comes out of Las Americas, and um, the the second one that came out and, and is as well known is Alchemia, which I don't think I'm not sure if Alchemia is available in Ohio for you. It might be available in in Pennsylvania or I know it's in New York. Uh, but those were the first; those are the two major ones that that, that have come out. Uh, there are, are several others now, and yes, it is a it is a, a trend. Even even though now um, we're in the middle of an agave crisis, uh, right. These Las Americas is is about the only full time uh, organic uh, distillery. You know, if, if they're using their own uh, agave, it's certified organic. The certification, organic certification, requires two different things. It requires a a from the field to the distillery, and then from the distillery right. to the bottle. And once once all those uh, 
once all that is evaluated, they get the right to use the USDA seal on, on their bottle. So uh, you can see it. It's in very small lettering here, but that's the USDA seal. And so it would make sense that these organics are all coming from the same gnomes at, at, as, it, as that trend gets bigger because they've got the certification down. Right. Uh, but they pay for that certification. Uh, because right. For instance, uh, there are the smaller co-op uh, uh, distilleries where they're owned by several organic farmers. If one, let's say one uh, farmer wants to have his brand as certified organic, then then uh, you know it is his uh, it's on his dime. And yeah. so even though there's an organic tequila coming out of there, if one of the other growers in the co-op wants that wants his brand organic, he will have to pay for that for that privilege. Right. So. Uh, Las Americas is a, is a large distillery, and they make several brands. And and even you know if if you want to be organic, you will have to pay to get to get that brand certified as organic. That means you'll be using you'll be using the the, the uh, uh, organic agave coming that they supply to you. So uh, right, I, I you know I don't know anybody directly at Las Americas. I would imagine that they that they have people that come to them and say, well, I want to use my own agave, then, then that's cool, but you can't, you know, you can't be certified organic unless your agave Both is also organic. Both have to have the certification before that right. goes on the bottle. Exactly. Uh, and so the only, other, the only other distinction is how many flavor profiles, you know, how, how different can, how many or, different organic tequilas uh, especially Blancos can can be produced with different flavor profiles. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, I, I'm each every time I t I smell or or taste one of these, there's always something different. And and I you know the fact that they're organic. Um, I, I I think I you know that right now the idea of vintages is really big in certain other distilleries like Ocho. You know that that's that's uh, the the La Tenia distillery, where right. different fields, different fields have different terroir and in different um, microclimates. And if they're certified organic, then naturally you're going to get a little bit a little bit different flavor profile. So right. I'd imagine that these these folks rotate their crop their their fields, so you're not always you're not always going to get the same. You're not always going to get the same characteristics. They might be similar, but they won't be exactly the same. I'm really liking this 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 nose, though. It's, it's yeah, lovely. it's it's very um, it's soft. It's not it's not harsh at all. It's very soft, and it's just it just got a freshness to it. That that sweet citrus uh, citrus flavor. I, I'm really really enjoying this. Like a little bit of orange zest without any of the bitterness of an orange. It's just it's like sugary orange zest, but it's nice. So it's almost like an like an orange blossom or something, or like a, I right. called it a lime zest. But you're you're right. It it leans more towards the the sweeter side as opposed to the lime and orange oil that we got in some previous tastings you and I did. Let's dive in. Let's see what we get here. All right. Oh wow. 
Oh my gosh. The same thing on the flavor profile. That kind of, um, that sweet citrus and that cleanliness, and it's a very smooth, um, man, it, it's, it's hard for me to, uh, you know, when I identify citrus flavors to not get that sense of a little bit of a tang. This doesn't have that. It, it, it's, you know, it's like, um, how would I put, like, it, it's almost like the sweetness of orange in a, in a dessert orange. Like, you can taste the citrus, but you, there's some sugar built into it. Well, it, it's, not, it's not sugar like, like a cloying or like a Cointreau. It's not a syrupy, and, it's, right. and yet it's not a zest. And my thinking is that that I I'm thinking it because they're they're baked they're oven baked these are guys right it's almost like a mellow orange it's like nectar sugar like a like if you had a cane juice sugar that would be not that real hit of sweetness and saccharin but but just kind of a I get it but it's just there it's behind the it's behind the scenes how do you like the finish the finish on this one's nice it's like a medium to long I got that yeah nice, nice and long and and, and it's it, but but again, it, it, it's soft the whole way. It's not it's not abrasive. It's not all the all that citrus flavor that I sometimes catch getting a little bit of tangy or a little bit oily is not there. It's just it's really you can keep it in your mouth a little longer than yes, yeah. Uh, it it's um, now it's open air fermentation as well, and and uh, you know the, I'm sure the copper coil, the, the distillation, the double distillation with the copper coil has a lot to do with it too. It's just enhancing the, the, the flavor of, of the agave fruit, you know. The other thing, too, that I've noticed, whatever they're doing in the baking, I'm not getting some, like, sometimes, you know, we and I have touched on a, a little bit of bitterness on the back end. Right. You know, which could be a little bit of the, of the caramelization of, of, of an agave in, in the oven too long. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, it's, but I'm not right. getting any of that either. No, and... and and agave, because and, may, and maybe that's just because I'm I'm getting that aroma hit before I t tasted it. But the agave is there the entire time, but it stands out more to me on the back end than it does at the front. I think that nice, sweet, clean, citrusy flavor is the first hit, but then the agave kind of just comes right in behind it. And it's that I think that's kind of what mellows it is you get you're you're expecting agave real big up front, and it's there, but it's just sort of there. Well, the, now the second, the, once it opens up a little bit, the second hit, you, I, I felt more agave on mine. Now, of course, I, uh, Jim, I think you just broke the seal on his. I've actually had a little bit. Uh, I was very interested to, to pre-taste because uh, we've had so many. Lately, we're getting a lot of organic tequilas that are coming to us. I'm sipping off the cup. We have a complete organic category now because I, I, I really, we don't feel, and I think Jim will agree, it's not fair to lump all these Blanco tequilas together when, when you know, you're, you're literally paying. There's a, a huge cash outlay when you certify organic. So you want to be different. You want to distinguish yourself. Right, well, and I, there's a reason they did that. So if there's, they're, they're not doing it just because they want to slap that label on and think that people are going to, oh, it's organic, great. Yeah, I mean. No, not a, it, it means something to them, and it should mean something to us as consumers. And, and really, it, it will also mean something to you when you go shopping and you'll see, you know, it's an organic tequila. It's, it's a couple of bucks more, three or four or five, maybe $10 more, and you'll know why. Yeah. You know, uh, people right now, uh, a lot of foodies are, are 
very, it's very important, you know, from farm to glass, uh, from, from, from farm to table. Uh, same thing with kosher. We're seeing, um, as a matter of fact, I, I just got notification one of our, um, one of the other brands we've had here before has renewed their kosher certification. Uh, they don't necessarily go hand in hand, but the kosher part of, of the industry is a billion dollar industry. Kosher foods and kosher, that whole industry is worth about a billion dollars. Yep. So, you know, whatever we can do to distinguish, uh, to help distinguish them from, from, from the run-of-the-mill mass-produced or uh, other, other tequilas that are fighting for shelf space, then, you know, we, we need to recognize that as well. So what do you think? What's your verdict, pal? I, I like this, and, and I uh, – this, this is a sipping Blanco. This is a very easy sipper. Because it's it's got a full palette of flavors, it's got a really nice long finish to it. It's got complexity, but it's not overwhelming in any way. And really, I mean, if you want to pour a teaspoonful of this just to smell it, it's worth it because it's really a, a pleasant, a pleasant, clean smell. It's very nice. Yep, absolutely. Well, I I don't know about you, but hey. I'm going Brand of Promise nominee in the in the Blanco category, in the organic Blanco category. In the organic Blanco category, right. I agree. Uh, this, is, uh, this is really well done. Excellent. Well, that's our, that's our first uh, take on Rhino Blanco organic tequila. But stick with us because we've got the whole line that we're going to be doing here tonight. And, and Jim and I are just going to explore the Reposado, they have an Añejo and an Extra Añejo. And, and Jim and I will be discussing a couple of things um, uh, on, on the organic certification, what it takes to, to, to gain that. These guys, these guys did it right. I'm glad that they, that they waited to submit to us until they had their new look. Very cool, very clever. Um, maybe it's a little get you for some people, but I, I like it. I, I think this is the first one I've ever seen that actually pays homage to uh, – to their process so uh well and honestly i don't mind packaging if the stuff inside of it's good so uh, yeah they, they've done it yeah yeah we've had we've had way worse and much more beautiful <laughs> so anyway that's that's us on on rhino blanco organic blanco i'm mike morales here in san antonio and that young man is jim johnson in youngstown ohio You've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff on all of our platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, look below Jim or myself. See that red button right there? Press it, and you will be so happy. I, I promise. And you can also listen to us now on, on uh, iTunes. We have, uh, we, we have now uh, moved all of our blogs to a, a much larger platform, so you'll be able to, see, you'll be able to hear this almost immediately. Uh, on on blog uh, on all of your favorite blog uh, uh, platforms as well. So, whatever you do, though, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. I'm Mike Morales. I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media, and I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one. If you'd like us to review your agave spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email, mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, 
If your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the Tequila PR side of things. Just email me, mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a Brand of Promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us or to go with us on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email, tours at tequilaficionado.com, and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.